to this episode of Wine on Wednesday. Today's episode is brought to you by CEI Keystone's Awards Committee. The Awards Committee is responsible for planning our annual Excellence Awards Gala and helping to design and judge award nominations. Now a quick message from Awards Committee Chairwoman Kim Dempsey from American Pool and Awards Committee Person and Wine on Wednesday star Patty Walton from Associa Mid-Atlantic. I have a special guest here with me today. Kim Dempsey is the chairperson for the CAI Gala Awards Committee, and we'd like to do a little plug for nominations. So Kim, would you like to say a few words? Thanks so much for having me, Patty. It's such an honor. Your show is so much fun. I hope everybody gets out of it what I do. Coming up on November 30th, we have the awesome Gala Awards dinner. So if you haven't registered, run over to the website and register. And also, nominations are now live. So head on over to the CAI website and see what award categories there are. And if you know someone in the industry that's worthy of being nominated, please take the time and nominate them. In today's episode, the stars of Wine on Wednesday, Patty, Rosie, Maria, Elena, and Jill, talk with me about talking. That's right, we're communicating about communicating. But enough for me, let's let the Wine on Wednesday women take over. Please welcome Maria Elena Solis, CMCA, AMS PCAM from Penco Management, Jill Geiger, CMCA, AMS PCAM from Associa Mid-Atlantic, AAMC, Rosie Brophy, AMS, from Access Property Management, AMC, and Patty Walton, CMCA, AMS, from Associa Mid-Atlantic, AAMC. Welcome, ladies. Let's get into it. Let's start on, on a personal level. What's your, your go-to way of communicating? Uh, are you an email? Are you a texter? Uh, are you a phone caller? What, what do you do to communicate with, uh, with the people that you need to talk to? I do email. Yeah. I mean, I would say initially email as well. Um, it depends. Some of the board members we text, um, but sometimes I'll say I need to have it in an email so that I can keep it, see it, you know, texting. I can sometimes forget about what we talked about or what they asked me to do. But um, that would just be for me with the board members initially. But you're, are you saying communicating with the whole community? Well, we, we can take this conversation any, any way you want to go. I was starting off with a, on a personal level. How do you communicate? with each other, for example? Do you pick up the phone and call each other or do you text? Another email or text, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think email is probably the number one thing that people do. I mean, I know the first thing I do in the morning is come in and try to get through all my email, but to communicate with the community, um, the the email blasts are the best thing. I was just talking about this last night with my, my son that with the website because he he's managed she lives in a condo and he's managed by another company and uh, <laughs> I'm not sure which one um and they just got a new um portal and I said it's the best thing the best thing because remember back in the day and we all were all at that age mailings 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 oh, yeah. it was yeah. all about mailings and all yeah. the time and paper wasted folding and sitting in the conference room mailings, but the email blasts to me are the best thing. As long as you can get all your residents on board with that and that they give you their email and that they check their email. That's true. You know, that sometimes is tough. Right. We do have a list of people. We're lucky enough to have somebody there to deliver to the people that don't, don't have, have it. Email. Yeah. But it's very minimal. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's just such a great tool. And I really do think that there's probably part of that portal where I could probably 
do text messaging too, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, with the convenience of technology nowadays, everybody can get their email on their phone. So even if they're not at their computer or carrying their laptop, they can always access their email. I really do try to completely avoid communicating with my boards via text. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to me, first of all, my my cell phone is my personal cell oh, phone. Right. I, I really, for that precise reason, I do not accept, no. did not accept a, a <clears throat> excuse me, a work phone because I did not want to be committed to that. So when I share my cell phone number with my board members, I specifically tell them it's my personal cell phone and it is really for absolute emergencies. And I have to say, none of my board members ever bother me that way. And I say bother because it, 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 it will be a conflict. You know, to me, send it via email. There's always a record. Yeah. And that way we can always document. And sometimes, um, you know, somebody will not be checking their, their text messages, but an email will pop up. So, or, well, I mean, both technologies work the same way. But to me, I always like to keep everything documented and via email. But the phone call to that person, if you're back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, I'm talking about a homeowner, if they, the call sometimes will just calm everything down. Yeah. Pick up the phone and call them. Right. And yeah, I do agree with that. Yeah, because if sometimes- Who wants to do it? Yeah. Nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to do it. I send all of my phone calls to Jack. Can you call this person back? But sometimes they want to talk with you. And they, yeah. yeah. You can call me. I think that if an email exchange with an owner goes back, three times and you're still not getting so just pick up the phone yeah it's just so much simpler yeah I mean email is great to send an attachment a form or something that they need to fill out and explain it if after that they have more questions just answer them I mean you know keep go on with your day just take care of it and move on yeah I am, but who wants to call? Sometimes I don't like talking to anybody. <laughs> no. Especially in the morning. No, I, I tend to return phone calls at the end of the day. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I do emails in the morning, but phone calls at the end of the day. That's good. Yeah. Because good. at at that at that time, I I figure if they're having dinner, they're preparing dinner, so they're not going to pick oh. up. <laughs> Okay, that's a good that's a good point. I tend to do e-blast messages at the end of the day. Uh-huh. That way everybody can re- or, or towards the end of the day. That way people can receive it, answer, and I want I don't have to feel like I'm sitting at my desk needing to respond immediately. You know, I can then take my time yeah. the next morning and respond to everything. Because invariably you send an e-blast message oh, and no oh, doubt. No doubt. Everybody uh, gets yeah, back to you. Yep. About it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, maybe we should talk about uh, communicating with our homeowners because I do think that sometimes it can be different if we want. I come up with, like, we have a thing called Volo Village. It's uh, like a robo-calling system, and you can text, call, or um, email. And so when people come in, we have it all put into the system. And, um, yeah, I, I send out a lot that way because then mm-hmm. I know for sure they're getting a call, a text, and an email. Some in some cases they get all three, um, and now you have to pay for that. And so not every community has it, and not every community needs it. But that's a really good way to get out a very quick, you know, free. It covers three different bases. So, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like trash is not coming to be picked up until tomorrow or something, or something with snow. And we also have bridge access. And we have. Town Square. I mean Town Square. Yeah, we have yeah. So Associate provides a Town Square, which is another good avenue. Um, but 
see how, how can I explain it? They have to opt into that and they have to sign up for Town Square, whereas uh, Verbolo, it talks with our C-Free system and um, uploads everything that we have and it's an automatic. Uh, they have to opt out for, for that. So I feel like more people see it through the Volo mm -hmm. than the Town Square. Yes. I, I definitely to to use the Town Square mm -hmm. um, and post. Are you able to track through these systems who's receiving, who's opening, who's reading? The stuff or, or or you know are, are there there are those kind of reports for you that's where for sure you can see how many users there are and how many who read them and you know that kind of thing uh yes uh, websites have a nice tracking device when you send emails through your website we use caliber and i like it because in the notes section you can go to that specific like if a homeowner says oh i never got that and you know they're in the system you can plug their account and go in their notes and it will it keeps track of every eblast message you have sent out to that That's community really nice. and when you print it it has that homeowner's address and email so you can say here you did get it That's like check nice. your junk mail or give this authorization oh. so yeah it's a, it's a great tool do you, and you use that for that use it all the time, all the time. Mm -hmm. And they have to sign up for that? No, that's, well, it's part of their um, management contract to get Calibre. Yes. Okay. So it's, it's like Town Square talking to see. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, once no, all the owner information is in the Don't system. Don't you love it when you can prove? Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. yeah. that's oh, my gosh. I love it. I know. It. I always feel like I'm a detective <laughs> trying to prove something. I did send that to you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great. Okay. And I, that way, when they say like the rules or, you know, dryer vent cleaning, all the times that you sent out the reminders, there's there's a list. Just yeah. go to that owner account and you can even send the homeowner like here, go into this section. You can see all the stuff that's there. It's posted at your convenience. I think you bring up a great point there, Rosie. Sometimes you need to remind your, your uh, residents, check your spam folder, make sure you're checking that regularly uh, because you can't guarantee that everything's going to get to the inbox. Usually it does. With most of these systems, it's pretty good. But uh, I know even with the uh, the software that we use, which is pretty advanced here at CAI, um, some of the messages we send even to each other sometimes goes to spam. Most of the time, it hits the inbox. But every once in a while, I'll I'll ask Gabby or Tony and say, "Hey, did you get that message?" And they'll be, "No, what message?" And so we'll check your spam folder, and there it is. Um, and I'm sure there's a rhyme or a reason to why it happens that way, but we haven't figured it out. We're not that. I don't know that we're that sophisticated. They don't like. That could be. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, whenever I say send me $1,000, it, it, it goes to go. It automatically goes to spam. <laughs> so yeah. let's talk a little bit about uh, best practices in communications. Is, is there a, a corporate standard that you have to follow, or is there just a um, based on, on career and experience? How do you communicate with your board, with your residents? Is there is there anything that you try to stay away from or anything that you try to focus on when you're communicating? I can, uh, I can tell you that newsletters work very well. We try to do them at least quarterly, seasonally. We don't want to saturate them either. So sure. all those reminders that Rosie was talking about, we try to put them like per season. When you say newsletters, Maria Elena, do you do a print version? Do you do an electric version? Do you do both? Mainly is electronic. But uh, for those people that don't have email addresses, we print them in mail. Okay. But as Jill said, there are very few, thankfully. Is that for all your communities you do? I try to. Oh, who writes but, them? 
it's between the board and management. Okay. <clears throat> and it's basically, you know, just a reminder and pro whatever projects is going on. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, keep it simple, one page. I, I don't really do newsletters. Oh, um, I have, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, I only have one community that does them when we have a communications committee. So they put it together. Um, I feed them, commit like I, I will assist by reaching out to the different committees, mm -hmm. asking them to get the report, and then I'll feed it to the communications committee chair, uh, or actually we call her our newsletter editor. Okay. And uh, she'll put it all together, plus gather some other information, but then she'll send it to me for proofing. So I will definitely proof it to just make sure everything is right. And add a couple more things, and then we distribute it uh, by eblast uh, as an electronic version only. We also post it in Caliber, so everybody will have access to it. And how often does that community send out a newsletter? Only twice a year. We only do a okay. semi-annual. Okay. Because it's a lot of work. So yeah, sure. and none of my other communities do newsletters. Mm -hmm. yeah. well, this, again, this is a, like a one-page thing. It's not something yeah. with pictures. I used to. I used to. I used to get the color ones. Yeah, when you're on site, it's different. Yeah, yeah. When I was on site, we did the monthly. Yeah, we had a monthly yeah, newsletter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Molly's, oh my gosh, Molly did her treatment. It's like unbelievable. Mm -hmm. They get ads and same. Yeah, same. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, so, Jill, you're on site. What does Morgandale do? We do it monthly. Uh, we pay somebody to do it. Our newsletter editor. Um, I do the same thing Rosie does. I reach out to the communicate uh, the all the committee people and they, you know, we have a library article and we have this article and that article. Um, and when you talk about best practices, I, I think it's, it's just crazy how much editing has to be done. Well, you know, Mike, right? How much editing. <laughs> I, I have a little bit of experience. That, yeah. yes. uh, you get these articles in before I forward them to, to our, our newsletter person. Um, Mar I'll look at it. Marilyn will look at it. And and then it goes to the into the newsletter, and then the whole board looks at it, and we're still finding mistakes, right? But I think it's even though someone else wrote it, I think it is important, really, really important that you know the final product is is correct, correct, grammatically and um, informationally too. Yes, informationally, we'll get links that don't work. We get. Uh, you know, information on dates are wrong. And to me, I feel like that committee should have somebody, and this is what I try to instill, somebody else who edits their their monthly committee meeting or committee uh, newsletter article. But now it comes over and it's, it's, you know, a mess most of the time. But I shouldn't say that. Uh, I mean, it's good information. It's just a lot of work. So you got all those articles and then, yes, he puts it together once a month. And people do love it. They do love it. Um, sometimes things are a little outdated because by the time it gets out, yeah, um, things, but it does go electronically and you do, you know, do paper copy. But that was the next topic when you were talking about best practices. Is I, I, I really believe that you know, the accuracy is very important and the professionalism in these ads. Because sometimes these people will write things that are just, you know, unprofessional and you just wouldn't put it in a newsletter. Um, so we just take things out of their article. I don't know how much they notice, but we'll take certain things out like, nah, you can't do that. Yeah, well, that's that's the role for, for an editor. I, I know that, you know, speaking for uh, for what I do here at, at the AIP Stone, 
with community assets. A lot of it is, um, you know, changing grammar and, and correcting spelling and and um, you know, people like to, to upper uh, to put everything in uppercase. Um, you know, community association is always capital letters, and I always correct it to lowercase unless it's you know speaking about a specific community. Uh, but but sometimes there's there's stuff that you just have to keep out as well. Um, you know, and that's what our our communications and contact committee comes into play uh, because they're they're experts. You know, I've I've been here for almost 14 years, but there's still a ton I don't know. I'm not a reserve specialist. Um, I'm not an accountant. You know, there I'm not a lawyer. Um, so when when those sort of articles come across my desk, I need the communications committee to take a look at it and say, well, that may not necessarily be true. We might not want to print that. Um, so they're they're very helpful for that. Um, and I can, you know, speak for speaking for myself. I'm a, a real perfectionist when it comes to the magazine, and so when I make a mistake or I miss something, um, and I find out about it later, I I beat myself up pretty good about it. And um, it's without much fail, better since you've been around, Mike. Uh, oh well, thank you. Without uh, without fail, it's it's usually Maria, Elena, or Jill who tell me. By the way, you got that wrong. I'm like, oh, <laughs> man, where, where were you? That's where were you before it went out? Um, you know, I need I need to send the two of I need to send the two of you everything before I print it uh, because people look at it, right? it. And, uh, so many people look at so many things and they still miss things. It, it's crazy, you know. We we have at least two or three rounds of proofing for everything we send out, um, and we still miss stuff all the time. It happens. Um, you know, we we can only do the best we can do, and and I beat myself up after the fact when when I miss something. Um, you know, and um, then we move on. But uh, we definitely strive for perfection, and I'm sure you're all you're all the same way. Well, I know Maria Lena strives for perfection. How about we say that? <laughs> you know, talk about outdated information, and you know how us girls go around with each other asking questions. This week, my question was. Um, about minutes, because sometimes by the time they are posted, they are, it is outdated information and homeowners sure. would have wanted to know about it before the next month's meeting that we, when it's approved. So kind of been struggling with that a little bit this week um, because I've always only posted them after they're approved at the next board meeting, but some of my boards only meet quarterly. So by the time they're getting these minutes, it's four months old information. And I did have somebody, a homeowner, kind of call me out about it. So I'm, you know, kind of rethinking about how I want to handle this. Um, so I, I do know that some managers will post draft minutes before they're officially approved. Is that something that any of you do or, or do you stay away from that idea? Only thing, and, and I think I, I thought of it and Mary Lady, you brought it up, is to have the board approve them outside of a meeting and then ratify it in the in the minutes of the next meeting. Yeah, by email. Uh, by email, yeah. I, I do that, actually, and I've been doing it for a number of years because annual meeting, they're, from what I've been told, not minutes, they're notes. And so uh, I get the approval of the board and then have a homeowner rep sign off on them. So then she, they, he or she approves them, and then I post them. I do that for everybody now because this way all the people that weren't at the annual meeting can see what was discussed. Um, okay, so what I've been doing lately, uh, especially because I think we're going with the trend of meeting, having annual meetings via Zoom instead yeah. of in person, 
Um, as soon as the annual meeting is over, I share my PowerPoint presentation. So yeah. that way I always say, thank you everybody oh, that nice. was able I, to come. I uh, said, once. for the That's people that idea. missed it, here's my PowerPoint, minutes will follow. That yeah, way like at that. least they like quickly get that. Um, but as far as yeah. minutes and posting and sharing minutes, once they are approved, you're right, they are a month old. So what I've been doing, and it, I think it's been working very nicely with all of my communities, as soon as the minutes are approved, we, I always post them into our systems and I also send them via e-blast. So that way the homeowner, we don't do mailings anymore. So everybody will get them via e-blast. But what I'll do is in my message, I always say enclosed are the approved minutes from last month's meeting. And then I'll give a quick, like two sentence or one sentence of something that we're handling. So even though the minutes are from last month, I'm keeping them current with whatever project we're working on, if there's anything to say. So I take advantage of that e-blast communication. So in my cover sheet, there's just something that's about that we're, we're working on or we're doing, and then I refer them to the minutes. Mm -hmm. So that's a good way of keeping everybody kind of current yeah. so they feel they know what's going on. Since we're on the topic of minutes for uh, newer managers and newer board secretaries, uh, anyone want to tackle and talk about what should be in the minutes? Because I think that they're, uh, from, from community to community, association to association, there's still a lot of confusion about what minutes should be um, and what they shouldn't be. So who wants to talk a little bit about that? It's just like Sabine says, they're minutes, not hours. Yeah, I like that. I love yeah. that, yeah. No discussion. One page, very short, you know, this one homeowner that's been asking for the minutes, um, she's always saying not enough information in the minutes. There's not enough information in the minutes, but I'm like, I'm sorry. This is it, you know, and then, and we know that they're admissible in court. So we don't want to put too much in there. You know, we don't put the discussions in there ever. Yeah. yeah. And if just the board verified, uh, ratified or the board approved or, you know, this contract for this amount. I mean, that's it. I don't, I really don't put discussions in. Yeah, I think you're right. There, there's a tendency for, for some secretaries who are newer at it to try to do a transcript, and that's not what minutes should be. Tell them right away, no transcripts. <laughs> and not that we should possibly do a class on um, just the top 10 points of Robert's rules or how to write minutes or something like that, because there's a lot of board secretaries that write writes minutes, and they just, you know, and then, of course, you don't want to offend them because you're editing it all out and cutting everything out. Oh, I, I don't think that I, I offend we, them. I know we talked about it for an article, yeah. the community assets, or I brought it up. But I don't know. Am I supposed to write it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <You're waiting. laughs> I think you just volunteered. I think that there's, you know, people just uh, skin on the top of the robber's world. Some some boards are more strict with it, and some are less strict with it. But I think just the basics would be. A good class, I think. I think uh, I could be mistaken, so I shouldn't say it on the air, but I will. I think that Kim Tang from our committee is working on a Robert Scrolls of Order uh, article. Um, she's an attorney out in Pittsburgh, uh, but I'll double check on that. The other thing about minutes is that we have to be careful to separate whatever is an executive session from the regular session. Yes. Yes, and sometimes there's a question whether it should be. I mean, certain things are obvious, 
and delinquencies lawsuits, but there's certain things that are sensitive that the board may, you know, are still in transition about their thoughts or have to get legal advice. And sometimes they say, should this be an executive or not an executive? And usually if there's a doubt, I just say, let's put it in executive. I do like one of the things in minutes, definitely always document when you approve a contract or anything, yes. because that is stuff that your auditor wants to see. Yes. And um, a lot of times those things are not captured. And then they're like, well, what about this? But if I, I have to say, if you do have a lawsuit, yeah, you don't have to talk about it, but it has to be in your minutes because like, for example, and I'm just saying like uh, the board discussed the current status of the lawsuit, blah, blah. Just put it there because when you are doing resale packets and things come back and they want to know, and then a homeowner goes, I didn't even know we had a lawsuit. Uh, well, yeah, it was mentioned in the minutes. We weren't allowed to discuss about it, or, but it is there. So there's got to be some type of reference. I had this in one of my communities that I started managing and they were handling this awful case about a fire and there were two laws it had nothing to do with the fire it was the opposite end units that got smoke damage well they filed a lawsuit against the association the insurance claim covered the fire remediation but not this extra claim because it turned out to be that while it was somehow related it wasn't attributable to the fire it had to do with condensation on the roof. It ended up being that the association had to replace the entire roof system in that, uh, in that whole building. But these homeowners were displaced from their home. And at the end of the day, when I, after years of this battle going on, and I had to take over, once they hired the engineer, they figured out the condensation issue, the specs were written, the roof was replaced. The insurance company did not cover um, fixing the interior of the units. So the association had to pay for that. Well, obviously on budgeted item, not on the reserves. Okay. So we had to do a special assessment uh. for that unit own, for that unit remediation. So there are times when you okay. do need to have stuff in the minutes because now that we finally went through the special assessment, the homeowners are saying, well, why am I paying for this? Yeah. So did you put it in the minutes ab unit from the, absolutely from the moment I started managing, I'm like, why aren't you documenting this? This is not going to be covered by insurance. Right. You're going to have to but be holding the bag on I this. You would put addresses in there that they didn't come to these people and lynch them. Everybody knew they weren't living there. The units wow. were empty. So $70,000 assessment. Yes, it was absolutely in the minutes and documented. I would love to put in the minutes like all these people that are really delinquent. No, well, <laughs> not, not delinquency. I know, I'm kidding. But I mean, so there are circumstances they the when you yeah, have so, to. So yeah, sure. yeah, again, every situation is different. You yeah. just have to be careful. I mean, no, it wasn't a, like, you know, a two page, it was just something. Yeah, this right. this month we did this. Yeah. And not really a lawsuit yet. That's what that's I guess what I was referring to. Yeah. If it's not, if it's a potential or some kind of legal issue that shouldn't be disclosed yet. It's not like we're hiding anything. Hey, one, that's the whole thing. Homeowners are so big on transparency. Well, right. I didn't know about this. Well, how long did the board take to decide this? Just put a sentence in there. Just, yeah. just some type of reference, right? right? Communication. Communication. Yes, that's the key, right? Right. 
the Keystone King. There you go. Exactly right. So that's just about all the time we have tonight. Is there anything else about communication uh, that you want to impart to our listeners? Anything that we didn't cover that comes to mind? Ever ignore a homeowner or board member or anybody when it comes to communicating. Never just ignore it. I agree. That's a, that's a, that's a great question. Do you have, uh, whether through your company or through just your own personal policy, you have a response time minimum or, or maximum. Do you 24 hours is your <laughs> I was gonna say, even if you don't have an answer, letting an owner know I'm checking with the board oh, or I'm yeah. looking for something, <clears throat> just just let them know. So that way they're not hanging thinking you're ignoring them. Because a lot of times you know what the answer is gonna be, but you need to double check. Or you just wanna oh, yeah. give them sometimes the the, the notion that you're looking into it and you're just not an automatic no. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you need to know your audience and know how to how to maneuver that. So that's about all the time we have, but we do have uh, time for Patty's wine recommendation, if she has one for us. I'm not a huge wine, uh, white wine, as you know, drinker, but um, a nice Sauvignon Blanc in the summer is good. So I just had this Nobilo, N-O-B-I-L-O, 2020. It's a New Zealand wine, um, a Sauvignon Blanc. Price point is, a, I think I got it on sale for like 15, something like that. So not too bad, um, but I would highly recommend it. This episode was brought to you by CAI Keystone's Awards Committee, who reminds you that nominations are now open for CAI Keystone's Excellence Awards, which will be presented at our Excellence Awards Gala on November the 30th at William Penn Inn. Tickets are now on sale for this black tie optional affair. You won't want to miss it. Make your nominations, learn more, and purchase your tickets online at www.caikeystone.org. That's a wrap on this episode of Wine on Wednesday. Wine on Wednesday is a production of the Keystone Chapter of Community Associations Institute. Intro and outro music is Good Mood by Arch Music. Are you interested in sponsoring Wine on Wednesday? Contact us at info at caikeystone.org. On behalf of everyone here at Wine on Wednesday and CAI Keystone, I'm Michael Shaw saying let's meet here again real soon.